0: Hello again, all my fritos, frittatas, and frijoles. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Taco Talk's Wacky Theory. Listen, tonight it is with the utmost gravity that I bring to your attention a situation that must be stopped involving Elon Musk. There's really no other way to put it. The situation has to stop now. To understand what's going on, we have to look to 2007, where this began. With a company called Earth Race, which announced that they had created a boat that could travel around the world partially powered by human fat. Then in 2008, a Beverly Hills cosmetic surgeon announced to the world that he had used fat taken from the liposuctions that he was performing on his wealthy clientele to partially power a biodiesel engine. Soon after making that announcement, He disappeared and was never heard from again. They said that he went to South America, but really there was no proof of that, and he certainly wasn't Hispanic looking at his last name. So what is going on? It's certainly a nefarious situation. It has its origin in Greece. Greece, as we all know, has a couple of problems currently. One of the problems is that they are being swamped by immigrants flowing across the Mediterranean. The other problem that they have is that they are... Buried in debt, very much in need of money. Those two things have factored in, I believe, to what's going on now. There is a very popular tourist destination in Greece known as Santorini. Santorini is a small island, it's only 76 square miles in size. But that one small island, population 25,000, receives 17,000 tourists every day from the cruise ships that go by and drop off their passage so that they can come onto the island and somehow get 600 steps, which is about 400 meters above sea level, up a well-known mountain where they can see a popular Greek ruin tourist attraction at the top if they can only get there. The problem is most of these tourists are simply overweight. In 2018, the mayor of Santorini announced that the tourists were simply too heavy for the donkeys who were suffering spinal injuries and saddle sores and all kinds of exhaustion because there were only 300 of them at the port of Fira carrying all these tourists up and down. For example, in 2017, Santorini had 2.4 million tourists. Most of those were transported up and down by the donkeys, although a few of them went on the five cable cars that carry only six people each. A few of them went up and down that way. Because PETA got involved and said that this was unfair treatment of the animals, the mayor of Greece stepped in and announced a plan. He said that they would stop allowing 17,000 tourists a day and drop it down to only 8,000. He also said they would try to make it a little bit easier for people to walk up The attractions. It was announced that the animals would be treated a little bit better. They also put a weight limit on the tourists. If you weigh, weigh more than 100 kilograms, which is 220 pounds, you simply will not be allowed to travel to the top of the mountain by donkey. Now, this is a problem for Santorini, which relies so heavily on tourism, and the mayor was well aware of it. He needed assistance, and he turned to Elon Musk. Elon Musk, you see, among other things, has created Tesla automobiles, which are battery-powered. Greece, as it turns out, the islands are not on the power grid, and so they need a company with the wherewithal and the financial strength to put them on the power grid, as well as sell the Teslas to a growing population. And so an offer was made by the mayor... Nikos Zorzos, he said to Tesla, look, you have three Greeks as top engineers in your company, but you need power grids and charging stations for your company. And they're ugly and the tourists don't like them. So why don't you come here, build everything here. We will make a factory that we already have created available to you for 10 years free of charge, and after that, we'll lease it to you. Indeed, the head of the Hellenic Entrepreneurs Association, whose name is Vasilis Apostolopoulos, who's also the CEO of the Athens Medical Group, I might mention, which will become relevant as we continue with this discussion, said that he would additionally provide full medical coverage to any staff that came and worked at Tesla. So the offer had been made to Musk, and they began to announce the opening of Tesla Greece. Elon Musk is also the head of a group known as SpaceX. They create spaceships, and they're available for hire to transport items, or eventually people, to the moon. You might not remember, but the last human was at the moon in 1972, and ever since then, the United States government has pretty much been out of the business of sending people to the moon and we've relied heavily on other countries to uh, create the space station and send people. So SpaceX decided to announce a contest. The contest would be that they would send the highest bidder to the moon in 2023, and that person would become the first private tourist to the moon. So they sponsored the contest, and a Japanese billionaire by the name of Yusaku Misawa won the contest, and it was announced that he could take six to eight people with him to the moon and that the trip would last for one week. So Mr. Misawa is a bit of a lunar freak himself, loves the moon and finds it quite beautiful, and he announced immediately that he would take world-renowned artists with him, music, dancers, and other people representing the finest of the arts. More recently, he's also announced that he'd like a new wife because he's split up from the famous Japanese actress that he was dating. And although he's twice this age, he says he would like a 20-year-old who happens to love the moon because it sounds like she might be going on a moon trip with him. What's interesting about all of this is that Elon Musk said that the trip would be in 2023. He said that the rocket that was going to be taking this space tourist up was named the Falcon Heavy. But then later on, he changed it and said it would be a little bit longer before they went there because he wanted to develop a heavier, more powerful rocket to carry the additional people, which they are mysteriously naming the BFR rocket. Nobody knows what BFR stands for, although I'm thinking maybe it stands for Body Fat Rig. But that's not confirmed. What we do know is that it takes a lot of fuel to get to the moon. And somehow, Elon Musk needs to fuel his rocket ship to get to the moon. And of course, that fuel is not cheap. Elon Musk knows a thing or two about money. He did, after all, create PayPal. And then he went on to create Tesla, followed by SpaceX. So he's actually done quite well for himself. Unfortunately, lately, he's gotten a little bit unpredictable. He was recently on an interview, laughing and smoking marijuana on YouTube, when he developed a submarine to uh, assist the rescuers who were trying to help the boys who were trapped in the cave in Thailand. He actually manufactured a submarine that he thought would be helpful, and when he offered its services to Thailand, he was laughed at and told that the submarine would not be useful in such a tight fit because only a single diver could fit through certain spaces in order to rescue the boys and when he was laughed at that made him so mad that he called the man from britain who laughed at him a pedophile or specifically called him a pedo guy and that led to his getting sued so he's been just a little bit unpredictable lately and perhaps that explains why i think he's doing what he might be doing now how do you get a rocket ship to the moon without spending a fortune on gas well let's put it differently what resources do you have available to you in Santorini that you might use to fuel your ship how about 17,000 unsuspecting tourists every day every day of the year now I've done a little bit of math for you I can tell you that at least back in 2007 the science was that with one gallon of fat that could produce one gallon of fuel. So I've taken the liberty of doing a little bit of math for you. I can tell you that the science in 2007 was that you needed 7.4 pounds in order to generate one gallon of fat and from that one gallon of fat you could generate one gallon of fuel. So in order to get this mysterious BFR, body fat rig, to the moon He's got 17,000 people a day showing up, thinking that they're going to be allowed to walk to the top of the mountain, being denied because they're too heavy by the mayor of Santorini, standing there with nothing else to do. And here's Elon Musk with his factory already provided to him free of charge. And now with a new limitation of only 8,000 tourists allowed, we end up with 9,000 people that aren't even supposed to be there, and most of the 8,000 can't even go up the mountain. What better opportunity for Elon Musk to power his ship? Now, I don't know if all of this is true, but I think the facts lead us inevitably to that conclusion. However, to be on the safe side, I think I'll put in a call to my brother, Ken, because he's pretty good with things like this, and he might be able to provide a little insight for us. So hang on. Yo, hey Ken I really need to talk to you about Elon Musk yeah I got a moment all right try to talk clearly into your phone because you are on my podcast and this is a serious subject
1: oh boy (laughs) okay
0: now listen you and I may have discussed this a little bit before but just to recap for you we have Santorini Greece Santorini gets 17,000 tourists dropped off there every single day. Now the mayor of Santorini is suggesting that that number should be dropped down to 8,000 because the donkeys can't handle all those people. So you've got 9,000 people a day dropped off by the cruise ships at the island who can no longer go up those 600 paces to the Greek ruins at the top of that mountain, and they're not happy about it. The other 8,000 people, if they weigh over 220 pounds, which most of them do, they're not allowed to go up there either. And there's only five cable cars that carry six people apiece. That's hardly going to get all of these people up there. So you have a lot of overweight people standing around, unhappy, that aren't going to get to see the mountain. And recently, as I think I may have mentioned to you before, Tesla Greece has begun construction. They've been furnished a free warehouse by the government, by the mayor actually of Santorini, whose name is Nikos Zorzos, and free medical care for anybody that works for Tesla. Free medical care. And they've changed the name of the rocket ship that he was going to use. I think I mentioned to you also that that trip where his other company, SpaceX, was going to be taking people, The world's first space tourist in 2023, that Japanese billionaire that paid an undisclosed sum to be allowed to go up, and he's allowed to take six people with him. But they changed the name of the rocket from Falcon Heavy to BFR, which I would submit must mean body fat something. I don't know what the R stands for, but I'm concerned that they've changed the rocket to body fat something. And you've got all these people there and I just think something nefarious is going on. I mean, who's going to know that these people are even there much less if they don't come back. And I will tell you one other thing before I ask your opinion, what, what you think we can do about this and maybe what some of the issues are that present themselves. But I think you need to know that it takes 7.4 pounds. This was the technology in 2007, which is the most recent I could find. But it, in 2007, It took 7.4 pounds of uh, human fat to create one gallon, well, 7.4 pounds of human tissue to create one gallon of human fat, which then produces one gallon of fuel.
1: Okay, one one gallon of what kind of fuel? Rocket fuel?
0: Yes, usable rocket fuel.
1: Huh. Okay, well, that's... I suppose you've done some of the math. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Are we talking about fusion?
0: I don't know how they're going to do it, but I do know that there was something that occurred in 2007. I guess I should, I've already told my listeners, but I'll tell you. There was a company called Earth Race that produced what they called an eco-boat, which went partially, went all the way around the world, but partially powered by human fat. And and then one year later in 2008, a Beverly Hills cosmetic surgeon, who did not have a Hispanic last name, I might add, announced that he was using the fat that he was taking from his wealthy clientele liposuction surgeries and powering his automobile with it. And soon after making that announcement, he disappeared to South America, or so they say, never to be heard from again. So... Again,
1: you think he, you think he joined the Musk team?
0: Well, it's certainly possible. It's certainly possible. Musk <laughs> is from South Africa, you know. So this guy supposedly went to South America. In any event, we have all these people, and I feel like we we have a duty to stop this.
1: To stop it? It's nefarious.
0: I think so. I mean, do you think do you think otherwise? Do you think he's going to tell these people what he's doing with them?
1: Well, it depends on on what he's doing with them. I mean, if he's reprofessing them, maybe they want that.
0: <laughs> that would explain the free health care that's being provided by his his company <laughs> Tesla.
1: Yeah, well I mean if it, if it's going to the company to the to the customers and they're they're getting free health care and it's turned into, you know, a weight loss clinic from their perspective.
0: Well, I can tell you this. It was announced in March of 2018 by the head of the Hellenic Entrepreneurs Association, whose name is Vasilis Apostolopoulos. He happens to also be the CEO of the Athens Medical Group, and he's the one that's providing full medical coverage to all of the staff of Tesla and anyone else that Elon Musk wants if he'll bring his operation to the island.
1: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it could very well turn into a liposuction industry there.
0: So what are the imps of that? I mean, do you think he'll tell the people he's doing that to them or just do it?
1: I wonder how much a pound of fat is worth <laughs> on the open market because the question is who's, who's benefiting, you know, who's making money off of this? I mean, that's what you're interested in.
0: Yeah. Follow the money.
1: And, um, you know, is it the is it the tourists who are trading their their extra weight for a nice trip, or is it you know the industry that's luring the unsuspecting tourists in and they're going to leave a lot thinner than they came, or they may not leave at all. You you did say that there are seven or eight thousand of them that might not leave at all. That's right. Yeah, that does raise some questions. All right, <laughs> more questions than answers.
0: I think we're also going to have some some sanitation issues. I mean, Santorini is only seventy six square miles, or I'm sorry, square kilometers. It's not a very big place. Population tw- twenty five thousand total population. Here they're getting seventeen thousand visitors a day. It's a real it's a real problem.
1: Yes, I suppose. I suppose there's marching and and uh, all sorts of activism going on.
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're keeping quiet about the whole thing. The Japanese billionaire, whose name is Yusaku Maizawa, he's not talking. He just said that he's going to take six, six to eight world-renowned artists up with him, and that's in 2023. And he also announced, subsequent to winning this contest, he needed a new wife because the girlfriend that he was dating who was a half his age a popular Japanese actress broke up with him mysteriously and now he needs he says a 20 year old wife well he said there were two conditions only that the applications were available to all the world one you have to be 20 no more no less and two <laughs> <laughs> and two uh you have to really like the moon so <laughs>
1: Well, how old is this guy, the billionaire? How
0: old is, is the billionaire? Is he 40? I think he's late 30s or early 40s, something like that. He's roughly twice the age of what he's looking for. He's very skinny.
1: Very skinny.
0: Yes. And I th- I think he knows exactly what's going on. He may be a part of this because he's skinny. He doesn't have to worry about anybody doing liposuction on him. It just can't happen. And he wants a 20-year-old that's probably not going to be overweight. You know, maybe they're planning on colonizing the moon or something. Maybe this is a joint venture between Elon Musk and, and Japan. I just don't know. I don't think this can wait even till tomorrow. I think we need to hammer this out tonight. Something has to be done. By the way, you can donate to my podcast anytime you want. I'm not saying you have to do it. I'm just, I just wanted you to know that you can do it. Anyway, what I really need from you is some analysis. I need I need your sharp legal mind. If there, if you see any issues here, or if you see just a practical solution to what I think is a disaster in the brewing.
1: Well, I think we need to we need to consider from whose point of view, and what, if we could figure out what's going on, we could really consider whether there are major consent issues, because I would think there are. And do you happen to know whether there's an age limit on the um, visitors? Because If they're not their age of majority That's could be a problem.
0: I mean they're just being dropped off from you know by the cruise ships. So I don't know what paperwork, if any, they fill out, but I would assume that anybody of any age could go to Santorini and ask to to go up the mountain. And in fact, PETA would love if you were younger and smaller because you would fall under their two hundred and twenty pound weight limit. You know, they're protecting the donkeys.
1: The donkeys would love you, I suppose. But, you know, if you're talking about little kids, they're probably not going to have much fat to contribute. If you're thinking that Musk is somehow using the fat, it does present, I think it presents some more consent issues mostly because you have to know what it is that you're consenting to for a consent to be valid mostly.
0: Well, he could approach the people in two ways. He could say you know, I want to do this medical service for you and you need it after all you're overweight and I'm, you know, you're going to lose weight in all of this. No no harm, no file. Or he could, I guess, lie to them and somehow perform a liposuction on them against their will, which would certainly not be legal.
1: Well, I suppose so he tells them that, you know, they're going to go, they put all this money into going to the trip. And they hope to go up the mountain, but then, you know, they're over 220 pounds. And now they're sort of coerced into uh, agreeing to liposuction.
0: Yes, because, I mean, the tourist ship drops them off, and then I don't know how long, you know, before they retrieve them or if they even wait for them. I just don't know what happens at that point.
1: Well, there's a lot, there's a lot we don't know. I mean, I in order to figure out the legal issue, James, I think we really need to, we need some more facts. We need, we need some more investigation.
0: I mean, one reason I'm concerned for these tourists is that with a 76 square kilometer Island population, 25,000, I just don't think you can. Stack up seventeen thousand people a day for too long until you're just way overcrowded, and you know it's just not even feasible. My fear is that these people are not returning. You you just have to make room for the next batch, and you've only got one day to do it.
1: We had discussed the possibility that that Musk was using this somehow to power his his uh, spaceship, so he was planning to.
0: Certainly a possibility.
1: Yeah, I suppose now. I'm just curious with what they're doing, you know, with these boats that are dropping, that are dropping off all the people. I mean, you know, it's possible that they are taking some back with them.
0: Yeah. I, I have not heard anything. You know, there's been no negative feedback that I've ever heard of or found in my research. Nobody claiming that they were mistreated or anything like that.
1: But is there anybody actually finding any of the people who, well, I mean,
0: That's my whole point.
1: Seventeen that yeah, seventeen thousand people is a lot of people to disappear.
0: <laughs> they come from all across the world. They're it's not necessarily I mean, it could be anywhere. They could come from anywhere. And on top of things, you know, Greece is having a, a huge influx of immigrants coming across the Mediterranean. So we we have a situation here where Greece is in dire straits economically and they've got So many immigrants coming, the European Union forcing them to accept them, migrant camps set up all over the place, and Santorini somehow in the middle of all this receiving an additional 17,000 a day. I just think that there's an endless source of biodiesel fuel here. And I, I do wonder where that guy went, you know, that disappeared in 2008 after saying that he was doing this. He was never heard from again.
1: You think he could be working underground, or you think he's been eliminated?
0: Well, he could be working for Musk.
1: Yeah, that could be. And do you think it's, it's just a coincidence that Musk has, has moved the fat burning operation to a country called Greece?
0: <laughs> That's a good point. That's an excellent I mean,
1: word. I'm not sure that sounds like a coincidence to me. He
0: does have a sense of humor. I mean, he was on YouTube. Let's see. Looking for a date here. I think it was 2019 that he was being interviewed on YouTube and he was laughing and smoking pot. And, uh, it was during that interview.
1: <laughs> There's a, a stockholder convention or something. I, I believe <laughs> he, he got new news for that.
0: He's, he's been sued a number of times recently. I mean, he got sued for announcing his stock would sell for a certain price if it, if it were to go on the market. And then, of course, all these people bought the stock, and then it never was made available to them. So that was a, a no-no. Then um, he also <laughs> got irate with the British scientist who was part of the rescue effort of those boys that got trapped in the cave in, Tha- in Thailand. And Musk created a submarine that he said would help with the rescue. And they all laughed him just right out of there. And they said, you know, how in the heck are we supposed to use a submarine when many parts of the caves, only a person can barely slip through. And that's maybe not even, they can't even carry their oxygen tank through in the normal way without being too big. So it's ridiculous, this idea of a submarine. And he was so mad that he called the guy a pedo man, just out of the blue and then got, got sued for calling him a pedo man. And then later claimed that in South Africa, they use that term affectionately just to refer to somebody that's being silly. So he says they call him a pedo man. That's just common parlance in South Africa, but I don't know how well that defense is going. (laughs) But That's the defense he presented. Anyway, he's a little, you know, shaky lately. Now this, Again, I'm concerned. I don't even think we should wait until tomorrow to do something about this.
1: Have you uh, have you launched a, a petition or something like that?
0: I haven't. I'm doing my part with this podcast. I'm putting it out there for my listeners, who, by the way, could donate if they wanted to, to my patron program. But
1: anyway, it's neither here nor there. Right. You wanted a discussion of legal issues for me?
0: I just, I just need help. I'm trying to sound the alarm here.
1: Mm -hmm. Are you, are you finding finding a lot of people who are sharing your, your alarm?
0: Actually, you're the first person I'm notified and you don't seem all that alarmed.
1: I'm not sure. See, I'm not sure whether this is a great deal for a bunch of overweight people.
0: If the ships take Mm -hmm. them back, maybe.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: What if and ship- if
1: they don't, well, then there's an issue. If we knew which, which was, we would be a lot further along and know how along to be. Let's That's- just say this.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's say that they are getting taken back to their point of origin
1: mm-hmm.
0: by the ships. Now they get on the ship, I guess the ships, the cruise ships may have some interest in this because the people, you know, they're known for gorging their customers with food and buffets and all that. And I guess these people are going to get back on the ships really hungry. And so maybe that's good for the cruise lines. I don't know. Even beyond that, once they get off the ship and they're back, let's say in Turkey. Well, that's probably not the happiest place to be back to, but let's just say they get back to Australia. So
1: not very happy place to be right now <laughs> <laughs> hey. with the wildfires. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: I'm hard pressed to identify a really happy place that the people could go back to, but let's just say they go back to their home country and now they weigh, you know, a hundred pounds less. Well, how's this going to affect the world? What do you think the world, you know, is getting a hundred pounds lighter per person to the tune of seventeen thousand people a day? Is this a good thing? I mean, how's the food industry going to feel about this, or the clothing?
1: I I mean, in a way, think of the deal that they're offering. Right? You can, you know, they talk about Chris. One of the problems with Christmas is that the average American, anyway, always gains about ten pounds between December twenty fifth and january third or whatever okay and they'll probably gain weight they probably tend to gain weight on these uh cruises as well but what if you could do all the excesses that you would normally do during christmas or on these cruises and still come back a lot thinner i mean that's a pretty good selling point
0: it's good for you you know to be thinner probably and it's good it's it is a good selling point for let's say the cruise ships, but what about other industries when these people come back a hundred pounds lighter?
1: You mean um, so you're talking about the food industry? I think I would think that it might create a lot of new demand on the food industry. It just
0: occurred to me maybe Elon Musk is trying to thin the population down because he once again foresees uh, the future and he sees that. We're headed for the moon or Mars and getting everybody there to restart the human race and repopulate another planet is not going to be easy. Maybe he's just trying to thin us down now.
1: It costs a lot to to, uh, carry weight around in space, that's for sure. Maybe this is a pilot program for the future space program. He's, He's trying to figure out some way to get people to lose a lot of weight so that you know, ultimately, when they're trying to fly them around, it's uh, a little cheaper.
0: What about artificial intelligence? How does that come into this? Because you know, everybody's losing their jobs here in the next 20 years to a, a machine anyway. So maybe at that point, they've taken over the earth. The machines have. And, and we're running for our lives. And maybe only the, the few people that are slim enough to get on that. BFR spaceship. Again, that's got to be body fat something. I don't know what the R is Reduc-
1: reduction, maybe?
0: Body fat reduction. Yeah. I mean, only the thin ones can get on there and go procreate in outer space somewhere and save the human race because artificial intelligence is going to be the end of us here in about twenty years anyway.
1: One question is are they are the machines going to want us to get off or they're going to want us to stay on? <laughs> and if, and which is it, what's Elon Musk? Is he I mean, he seems pretty artificial to me. So he might be like the forebear of the of the AI dictators. I don't know.
0: Well he's certainly got an interest in it, as does Amazon's Jeff Bezos, you know. I mean, both of them are going head to head in competition with their space companies. What's uh Amazon's is blue Blew something. Those two are head to head. I mean, the last human was on the moon. And was it the last human on the moon in 1972? Mm-hmm. I know there's the space station, but um, we've been relying on other countries to get people into outer space and increasingly with private companies because NASA's just totally stopped doing anything. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it is the sort of a new super race of. AI masters and Musk sees it coming. He's going ahead and preparing his workforce now. He sees that they're too heavy. The donkeys are like the, the canary in the coal mine. He sees it. Maybe he's doing a good thing. I would like to think so. I mean, I didn't really want to criticize him on this podcast.
1: And maybe you don't want to criticize anybody if you can help it.
0: I'm trying to be fair. I'm just pointing out the facts. I mean, really, yeah. you're going to go to Greece. As you pointed out, a country named Greece and change your ship from Falcon Heavy to body fat reduction <laughs> And you, yeah.
1: you're gonna tell yeah, me I mean, that... some Falcon did you some Falcon Heavy
0: <laughs> Right. I mean it was a marketing problem. Somebody obviously pointed out to him you you can't call this the Falcon Heavy and that's what he gave up with body fat reduction.
1: <laughs> well, I mean I mean he gave a a great euphemism, I suppose. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I mean I guess you couldn't really call it the the Falcon heavy if you're carrying all these heavy people to a place where they're just killing donkeys as fast as they can go. <laughs> Maybe he's an animal rights activist.
0: Oh my goodness. You think he's you think he's linked to PETA somehow?
1: Like, well, <laughs> that, that could be. I mean, if you if you try to figure out who's doing better by this this whole scheme, well, one contingent that's doing better is the donkeys. They've got a chance now. Before they were they were suffering, I guess.
0: Oh, definitely saddle sores, all kinds of things, broken mm-hmm. spines. I mean, there's only three hundred of them that are kept at the port of Fira. Just another fact for you. That's where mm-hmm. all the donkeys hang out is the Port of Fira. And then they just rotate carrying people up all day long, every day. 17,000 minus the six that go up on the cable car.
1: It's a rough <laughs> lot in life. Yeah, it really does seem like it is. And I don't know how much better off they are with this, this whole body fat reduction plan. <laughs> it might be a good plan for them. I don't know. I mean, I'm not seeing like a global issue here. Although we had talked about at some point, what just where are the fats going? And yeah. I, I hope they're, they're using it, they should be using it to power the cruise ships, maybe or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, they could be a part of this for sure. I don't let them off the hook so easily. But I mean, I would also think that a, a rocket ship would need quite a lot of fuel to go up and down. So That could explain the 100% of the use of the fuel. I just don't know.
1: And Elon Musk is just not saying, which is not his way. Really. I mean, usually he's pretty big in the talking.
0: What I don't quite understand is if Musk has this connection to the politicians in Greece and Santorini and you know, they've announced supposedly at, at PETA's request they've announced that they're going to reduce the number of tourists from 17,000 a day to 8,000
1: will that will
0: that really happen and i mean all those people that were coming
1: i'm i'm curious as to how they'll do that whether they'll they'll just raise the price i guess you could raise the price to a point where only 8,000 people felt like coming or you could do some sort of a lottery Maybe the losers have to go into space or something. I don't know. The the winners can end up contributing their fat to send the losers to space. I don't know.
0: Obviously, more needs to be done to figure out what's going on here. But I'm glad to have done my part to discuss it with you over the airwaves. I think we should cut it off there. I wanted to thank you for participating on the show and talking to us. You're welcome to call any time if you have uh, further ideas of what should be done
1: about this. Well, I will give it some thought.
0: All right. Thank you for mm-hmm. for all of your contributions, and uh, we'll be in touch with you on a at another time for another exciting episode of talk, Taco Talks Wacky Theories. All right. Bye bye. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of Taco Talks, bringing the hard hitting issues to you. You know, sometimes we have to just face difficult issues directly. We have to take them head on. I really hope and pray that Elon Musk is not doing anything bad. It's quite possible he's trying to do something very good for the human race. I just don't know. My job here is to bring the issues to your attention, connect the dots for you in certain ways, pose difficult questions, And then you're always welcome to call me back, tell me what you think, participate in the show. So let me know what you thought of it, and I hope you'll join us again next week for another exciting episode. Until next time, remember, everything tastes better with a little bit of hot sauce.